Welcome back, everybody, to the third episode of A Little Bit of Bad Advice. I'm your host, DJ, with my wonderful friend here, Chuck. What's going on? We're not going to waste too much time. We're going to get right into it. Um, The Apple event and the new iPhone that's coming out tomorrow. So uh, tell me your thoughts. Just in general, you know, you get in the phone. Did you, you know, see anything from the event that you really liked, thought about, you know, we're thinking about buying or, you know, what what do you think? Um, for the phone, we'll start with the phone. I think the phone is, it's just, you know, to me, it's just an upgraded iPhone 10. It has a camera and it kind of freaks me out looking at the back of it. But <laughs> if you're, if you're interested in, if you take a lot of pictures and stuff like that, I could definitely see why you would want it. It's the new it's the new thing for me personally. The best thing that I like about the phone is that they came out with that midnight green color. It's like a it's like a forest kind of green. They never had it on an iPhone before and it looks freaking dope to me. But for me, I don't know if it's enough to get it like to to spend the money and get it. Like I have my I have my iPhone 10 paid off. I don't think they made that many changes to the phone that will justify me getting it unless my phone, you know, blows up. Um, that's just me though. I mean, I don't, <clears throat> I'm not really huge on pictures and stuff like that. So that's honestly why, like for me, and that's what they're really like getting at here with this phone is the pictures, the, the wide mode and like, what's it called? Wide, like ultra wide and, and something else here. But, um, yeah, wide, ultra wide, and telephoto. But if you don't really take that many pictures, I don't think it's going to be that different. Like, you can still get iOS 13 on most of your other iPhones. So that's what I'm really excited about to iOS 13. Is there anything, I mean, what about you? You you are the Samsung user here. Would, would this iPhone 11 make you want to switch? So... Without going into crazy detail, uh, you know Ian, obviously. So me and me and Ian actually compared the phones for like an hour and a half yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the phone that I have now, spec-wise, is actually better than the iPhone 11 Pro. Really? Yeah. So what I was reading, though, is, so for instance, if you take the Samsung Galaxy S10 versus the iPhone uh, 11 Pro. So the pixel density is for the um, is higher for the Samsung by almost about a, like 100 pixels per inch. But what I was reading was is Apple fine tunes their pixels a certain way so that the pixels don't become oversaturated. So that's a little, you know, note to keep in mind in terms of you know why their ppi is a little bit lower so explain what that does um ppi just pretty much talks about the pixel like is it stands for pixel uh pixels per inch so it pretty much talks about for instance so it's kind of hard for me to explain like explain in so to explain it in regular terms, it would pretty much be the definition that you see on the screen. You'll see, you would see like incredibly clear, vivid colors. But on the Samsung phone, because 
say the pixels might become oversaturated to a point. Like say you're, you're watching uh, uh, like a comic or, or sorry, not a, not a comic, but you know something that's animated with a lot of, with a lot of colors in it. It would be almost like you would the colors would look like they're bleeding, or, or it would it would look like the colors are almost too red in some spots, or you know what I mean. Like in Apple, you wouldn't worry. Like I don't obviously you wouldn't really notice it if you're not looking for it. But as I said, it's just something like spec wise. If you were if you were like paying attention to it, it's just something that's notable. Uh, but without really getting into all that tech stuff, I mean, at this point, you know, a lot of people do say that like, oh, you know, like it's just the same phone. Like every, they're just putting out the same phone. But you could really make that argument for both things. Um, both of the phones at this point are so well produced that you honestly can't go wrong getting either one um i personally am a really big fan of the apple watch which um that's actually you know on topic with pretty much what i was saying about something that thinking what i would uh get from the apple event that i liked uh, i just really like the stuff that they're doing with the uh the cardiograms and just you know anything that saves lives i'm a big fan of um and i kind of think like it's cool clear. to have yeah life alert life 360 you know any of these any of those apps um but oh, i really I, like your i watch is now like a, a little life alert thing if like you I think if you fall like and you don't get up for like two minutes or something like that it calls 911 automatically or something and that's to me just really cool um so that's something i've considered uh, uh going back to apple for I mean, and, it's cool until you get drunk one night and just plop on your bed and pass out for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I'd be able to tell the difference. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it has to. It's like some way. Um, but I know uh, one thing. Well, you also were talking about. I remember, weren't you talking about getting the iPad or getting getting an iPad? You know, Ian bought one. Ian bought an iPad Pro. Oh, really? Yeah, he loves it. Does he? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking about getting it for the for the girl for for Christmas, but um, oh, they're, they're, that's they're about dope, it, bro. I personally just want the want want a new uh, watch. I've had my watch is like it's a series one. It's all scratched up at this point. Um, I've had it for so long, but I, I mean, the new one looks so cool. So yeah, many like awesome. so many like super cool features. And like oddly enough, like I'd be, I'm really curious this to would be, I would be really curious to use the decibels thing. So like it tells you when things are getting like super loud in like a room, um, and it will tell you like that like, like repeat like repeated exposure to this decibel will have like long term effects on your hearing if you're so like if you go to the shooting range or. At like a sports event, if you go to them all the time, the decibels are, you know, over what normal hearing would be. It'll be like, hey, like, give you like a warning. It'll be like, you know, this the decibel that is out right now will be detrimental to your ears in X amount of time or whatever, or it can affect your ears and like over time. I think that's cool. really cool because my hearing already sucks. So that's pretty cool, man. Um. I know another thing that you were saying that you were pretty excited about uh, brought some new features to the, you know, pretty much the Apple platform was the iOS 13. 
Uh, yes, so what, sir. what did you think about that? Man, I, I downloaded it at exactly 104 <laughs> today. It came out at one downloaded at 104. <clears throat> Excellent. Dark, dark mode is super cool. Like, it's just like, it's just like how your Twitter would be in dark mode, but it's just like your text messages come up like that and everything. I, I love it. They added one thing that I like that I think is like the, one of the best things that they've added is this, it's like a shortcuts app. Hmm. So you can, you can basically go into your shortcuts and like it can, there's so many like shortcuts to do. Like you can add speed dials to it. You can add like a timer for your laundry, like stuff for photos, music, brushing your teeth at at a certain time. Like if you, if you habitually want to go to bed at 10, you can set an alarm for 945 to, to remind yourself to go brush your teeth. So you can just hop in bed. Like activity reports, how much caffeine you're intaking per day, like all this, like all this, like little stuff for like life, life hacks and not necessarily hacks, but maybe like to be more productive or keep track of yourself better, like health wise or anything. Like, I just think that's really cool. They added all that stuff. And I mean, not to mention, it's just like, it's just something different. We've had, we've had the same, I know, I know dark mode has been out on Samsung, but it's cool to, that it finally came out to iPhone and they brought back the, like, um, what is that? Like the swipe texting where you just drag your finger and that little line comes up and whatever letters you drag on makes like a recently used word. They brought that back to, or brought that to iPhone finally. I don't know if they, I didn't know that if they never had it or took it away. I was I never never used that feature. Oh yeah, I mean I don't either. I can text faster than that, but I mean it's kind of it's cool that they're now now doing it. Yeah, I, I definitely think that uh, you know, it's always cool when at least companies are trying to do new things, regardless of when it comes to the phone. Um, you know, and that's some sometimes. Uh, the Android market isn't the greatest thing, and you know the Samsung updates aren't always spot on. But you know it is what it is, man. There's nothing, nothing too much to complain about. You know I'm pretty happy with you know as I said both services. Uh, I really think that if you're looking for a no a new phone, uh, and you know if you're a Samsung, then definitely you know go get the Galaxy, the new Galaxy. If you're an Apple user, definitely go get the new iPhone. Uh, can't go wrong there. Um, as I said. Yeah. I'm, Probably, probably gonna get the watch and the new phone myself. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, and again with the iOS 13, like that was just the surface of like what they've added. I mean, like emojis, which are like emojis, but with your kind of iPhone character that you make, and Apple Maps is improved, like all kinds of stuff. So if that's something that you guys are into, like if you use Apple Maps stuff like that too, all that's all Apple Maps have been like updated and. Siri has been updated and stuff like that too. I can't speak for the the Samsung part of it, but the iOS 13 does bring a lot more to the table than iOS 12 and stuff stuff like that. So if you are in- interested in it, it's definitely a good find. So uh, big uh, big game release coming out soon. Um, the new Destiny. DLC Shadow Keep. <laughs> yep. uh, 
I did play a little bit of Forsaken, but obviously you're pretty much the resident Destiny expert. Uh, <laughs> you have put pretty much enough uh, enough time into the series to get your doctorate in it. So Shoot. I'm uh, I'm gonna let you handle uh, you know handle everything. Tell everybody you know what's going on with Destiny. What you might have noticed from you know pretty much. First game, second game, all that other stuff, you know, I'll just I'll just let you go on. So tell tell everybody a little bit about Destiny, brother. So Destiny is it's pretty much a uh would you consider it a an RPG or MMORPG? What yeah. would you really classify you I classify it as one of those. A game basically say. where you start as a character, level them up, get gear and guns as you progress. You can have different perks on your weapons different perks on your guns it's featured in space a couple of different characters you can be i'm sure most most people have heard of destiny super fun game when it came out destiny one was amazing they started making changes to it and then if you played it religiously it got boring after a while crucible was which is like the player versus player mode super fun then destiny 2 came out and i have no idea what they were doing it was fun to play but it didn't feel like destiny anymore uh, i haven't really played it recently to be honest just because it got boring and, and everything but i heard it's now started to get back to what original destiny was like which was the good old days of it the good old the good old days meaning the player versus player stuff like that raids everything like that like there'll, there'll never be another vault of glass raid no matter what they do but they can they're starting to get back on track to how destiny used to be they finally listen to everybody and everyone's bitching and complaining and everything like that so shadow keep however unfortunately it's not going to be on my list of, of games to get just really? because I, yeah, just because I feel like Destiny is done. We don't have we don't have the raid group anymore, and that's what it was really about too. Was just so many so many of our friends just playing it at the same time, like having a great time in Crucible or on a raid or um, anything like that. Like, I just feel like without having everyone playing and having everyone having a good time, it's just kind of a, just another game. That's what the cool thing was. We met so many cool people playing Destiny together. Like the days like with Ian, Smoke, Eddie, Caring, Sean in yet another game. You know, like that was just, those were the days. And that's what I really feel like was a lot of the uh, appeal in Destiny for me. Was that as a game that one of my friends was always playing. And so it made me want to play it. And it was fun. I was good at it. I had a higher KD than Sean every game. So it was good. So I was reading pretty much, I guess, Bungie. Bungie left Microsoft in the first place to work on this. And then I guess when they teamed up with Activision, that Activision pretty much like wanted to do the same stuff as Halo. So okay. now you now you know Bungie pretty much like split from act. Well, I guess they just wanted to do something different. Like so, I guess whatever changes that Activision was trying to make them make, 
while they were trying to do whatever they were trying to do was hurting the game. So I guess that that's why they left Activision. Um, so, I mean, I still I still agree, man. I you know I have a lot of other stuff that I'm that I'm playing. Uh, you know, are going to be playing at that time. So I'm not necessarily uh, uh, putting it on my immediate you know buy list when it drops. So right, you know, if maybe it, maybe over time, maybe in the future, exactly. but just not now for sure. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think, and that's really that's honestly an approach that I I tell most people to uh to take with most games is to kind of wait and see how things shake out. Uh, right. There's so many ways to there's so many ways to watch a game to see if it if you're gonna like it or not. There's Twitch, Mixer, like all of this stuff. No, hundred percent, bro. I was gonna say too, man, which actually touches on the other big thing that I wanted to talk about in the episode. So for anybody that doesn't know microtransactions, which are a big thing and that is a big topic of debate in the gaming industry right now are also something that they uh, incorporated a lot more in destiny to, you know, through buying, you know, dances and emotes and different types of things. Um, but it's a lot worse and, other games that I honestly don't play like Fortnite, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Overwatch, just different, different online multiplayer games where you're really trying to get the best gear for your character. And the debate is really, well, is it fair? Because if you look at some people have a lot of money to waste on video games. So in those regards, like their, their players will always be better because they have the money to spend versus you know someone else that buys the game for $60 and that's all the money that they put into it. So the question is how do you feel I mean how do you feel about that man being a longtime gamer? I mean, but I also know you know you're a fan of you know the economy and capitalism and you know I'm also a fan of you know just you invest in things that you care about. So I mean right. do you do you think that it's honestly a bad a bad thing that they're doing in terms of, of making a, I don't want to, I don't want to say like games, uh, pay to play, but do you think that all my micro transactions are bad or, you know, just what are your thoughts on the, the whole kind of trend in general? So what I'll start off saying is I heard this from a friend of mine. You spend your money on whatever you want. The way that I look at it is if I go to a movie and spend for two tickets is like 20 bucks. I get, you know, maybe what, two hours unless it's endgame, then three hours out of it is whatever I'm going to be spending. Is it going to be, is it going to be worth it looking at it like that? Does that make sense? Like you, like you spend 20 bucks to go to a three hour movie. Are you going to get three hours worth of whatever you're buying on a video game? That's how I look at it. What I will say though, is that I absolutely do not have a problem with microtransactions. If it doesn't give that person an advantage in some way, I'm all for you decking out your character like making him look however you want, 
getting skins for guns, getting skins for characters, like that's fine. But when it starts to affect the gameplay and the online play, that's where I got that's where I have a problem with it. Because you're essentially just paying for the best stuff instead of working for it. And someone who can't who is probably better than you at the game and not spending mom and dad's money on getting better weapons and upgrades, like they have a disadvantage and that's, I don't think that's fair. But like I said, as long as it's not affecting the gameplay, like go for it, do whatever, spend however much money you want. It's not my problem, but I have zero problem with like Fortnite or destiny and stuff like that. Cause the, I know in those games, it doesn't affect the game and the gameplay. Everyone's still on an even playing field and you win just by skill not by spending money on it. Yeah, I don't know. That's just I, me, I, though. What do you think? I honestly... No, I, I agree, man. Uh, the only thing that I was going to say is... um, I, I think, like, so one... You know, I play 2K. So one thing with 2K is because 2K is so much more like an RPG now, almost like it's turning in... Like, I think I was telling you about that. It's kind of turning into, like, almost like an MMO. So you can actually buy pretty much VC to make your player better faster. So, but I mean, at the end of the day, like you're obviously going to know who's better, but like, yeah, that it, it does give people an advantage if you have time to really sit around and play, like, cause it, it's a grind, like, you know, it's a grind in any game that you play. Um, but it's a grind to make your player 99. Um, obviously you know, and we've played this together a lot, like foot, like foot, um, and mud, mm-hmm. and like of games like that. Like, yeah, you you definitely have an advantage. Like, if you're trying to play, you know, one of those games competitively because you're in, you know, one of the lowest tiers playing Ronaldo, or like, you know, <laughs> like just one of the like it's just like it's like one of those things where it's like it's like all right, man. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, we were pretty decent at the game, so it was never really an issue to to beat people, but. It's just it's just one of those things where yeah, I do believe in certain games it's it's not a good thing that there should be a a better skill progression system than okay we give you this amount of money per game and then we'll give you an option to pay fifty dollars and you can pretty much skip like half the time that you would play to <laughs> to play the game but it's like yeah. what's the point of that so see. But that's also like going back to the the foot, which is FIFA Ultimate Team and Mutt, which is Madden Ultimate Team. Um, in FIFA, dude, I would love playing against like someone who had Ronaldo and Messi with my little like silver, whatever, like or my Olympic USA team that I made and beating them by like four goals. Like that was the most satisfying thing in the world to me. Yeah, I think I think the argument's really more for, you know, we've been playing, like I said, we've been playing games a long time, man. So mm-hmm. I think most of the time when we play anything, uh, our skills are kind of going to transfer over in the sense of we pick up things a lot faster. And especially, you know, me and you are both athletes. So, you know, we've been around sports. We understand it. We understand the necessary physics that comes with playing a sport in general, even if, you know, obviously we're not like messy or anything, but... There's just there's just something that comes with being an athlete and understanding 
space, if that makes any sense. It's like just spatial, like spatial distances. And that's just like a lot that goes into like when you're playing any game. Uh, so I, I definitely like, I definitely agree from that regards. Like, I mean, it, it doesn't bother me, man, at all. Like I, I personally don't care. Um, I, I think that if you, if you need to spend money to try to beat me at a video game, then <laughs> that, that kind of says a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because at that point, like, you're not even trying to win fairly. So, I mean, that kind of speaks more to you than it does to my skill level. Uh, but I usually, like you said, you, you beat people like that all the time anyway. So, uh, you know, it, it is what it is, man. You know, I, I think I think that from an, you know, an economy standpoint, I mean, more money should should correlate to better content. Um <laughs> You that's not think. always the yeah. That's not always the case, <laughs> but uh, you know, you do see some some developers like you know, CD Projekt Red put out all that DLC for The Witcher when when it come came out for free. So I mean, I I try not to you know. Obviously, I'm a big fan of the gaming industry, and I just know those dudes do a lot of hard work, man, and they don't get paid a lot. So uh, you know, anything that can help grow the industry, help you know, get those guys paid more you know, have, get more staff, uh, anything that, you know, they, they don't have to work as much yeah. in, in the sense of, of like hundred hour weeks and stuff. Like some of the stories I've been hearing, it's just like uh, ridiculous, man. Getting paid like 30, $40,000 working a hundred hours a week. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. But, um, you know, like I said, uh, it's definitely a beneficial thing for some games like GTA, which literally has been out for about six years and they're putting out new content. That's immaculate, like all the time. So I, I again, I, they, I know that game has a lot of microtransactions in it, but I mean, you don't, to me, it's like I was saying, 2k community or FIFA community, all those communities complain a lot more about microtransactions. Cause I think it actually affects the gameplay. Uh, games like GTA, like you know, everybody's kind of fucking off anyway. So it, it's really, it's really, it's really one of those things to where like, you know, you kind of enjoy yourself, and if you want to put money into it, you can. If not, you can play the missions. You know, find little hacks to get your money up. Whatever, whatever the case is, if they don't, you know, the good old Xbox 360 days of the race, the glitch. Yeah. Dude, and that's what that's why like I'm so against I, I'm not so against like microtransactions for gameplay benefits and stuff like that is because like in FIFA Ultimate Team like you you saw how much money like Chris and I made off just buying and selling people like we found a card that we can buy super low and then we bought a bunch of them and then flipped them for a high price and it's just like that was like a grind like that was so fun to me like i don't understand like why people didn't try to do that more or didn't try to you know like capitalize on something like that but they had to go out and spend well, money you, on it to get the good players like you my remember team they, was, set the, they set the market though after that year remember yeah yeah i mean that i get i mean there's not too much you can really do. <laughs> not too much you can really do at that point when ea's nerfing you yeah but, yeah 
Well, they make so much money off those microtransactions, man. Like it's yeah. it's ridiculous. EA makes so much money. Like, don't you know what? I'm not even gonna get started on EA tonight. EA, oh, that's um, a whole other podcast. Right I can here. do like eight podcasts on <laughs> how, I, how I feel about EA. You can talk for one month straight oh, on dude. EA. I could literally get a doctorate and talking about EA. Um, but I think you know that's a good spot to end it, and people should definitely you know look out for the next episode. Um, you know what we're gonna start doing, me and me and my brother here. If you guys have any questions or you know anything that you're interested in hearing us talk about, uh, we're gonna put the uh, we're gonna put the email address below in the link, and um, also. Our email address is I love bad advice at Gmail. If you want to contact us there for uh, the audio, but you can definitely look forward to a new ex- episode coming out next week. Um, we're going to start doing them weekly now. So uh, definitely can be excited about the next one. Yeah, for sure. You're going to have some good content on that one too. Always brother. There's always good content coming out, but yes, uh, I hope everybody has a good weekend. If you're buying the new iPhone or anything, enjoy it. Let us know how you like it, too, if you go out and get it. Absolutely. But uh, everybody have a good night.